It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you very much for joining me on this journey where I'm reading this book and kind of learning about the English language and myself and how I want to adjust and grow this thing and life and you and people and all the stuff in the world and the universe. Uh, please rate and review this show. If you like it, please, you know, give it some good stars. If you want to give me a little constructive criticism, I'd love to hear it. Can't guarantee that I'll put it into my format, but I can try. Uh, you can share this show, obviously. You knew that. You can share it. You can subscribe to it. You can watch it, listen to it over and over and over again. You can actually watch it on my YouTube channel, Spencer James Parks, something like There's There's a link in the show notes. Um, I take every 10 episodes and put them into one long, long, long video, and it just shows the logo. And, uh, the, you know, you can, you can watch them. You can just let them play in the background on YouTube. If you want to contact me, you can email me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media, at dictionarypod is Twitter and Instagram. There's also a Facebook page. You just look for The Dictionary. Uh, my personal uh, social media is at Spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. And uh, there's a TikTok account where I put... I haven't done one in a long time, uh, but I've been... I have done many, a few, a handful, a bit, a barrel of TikTok videos where I put a filter on my face and I read the first word and the first definition and that's it. And they're really, really, really short. Uh, let's see. Sorry for all the lip smacks. Anything else? You can join the Patreon for as little as $1 a month to get early episodes. You can uh, buy some merchandise. Go to the Tee Public link in the show notes. It would be just wonderful and make my day if you bought something. There's also a Google Voice number, 917-727-5757. You can call it and leave a message, and then if you want me to, I will put it in an episode. All right. You know, we're getting close. I think I only have about, like, five weeks or so left of recording the letter D, so we're, we're getting super close to the end of this thing, at least the end of this letter. So... Let's talk about the words in this episode. We have, firstly, drip. Now, this one, though, it's not the fourth form of drip. This one is all caps, D-R-I-P, and it is an abbreviation for Dividend Reinvestment Plan. Dividend Reinvestment Plan. Something about money, investing it from one thing to another thing, and you've got it all planned out. The sound effect today will be, um, the next word is drip dry, two words with a hyphen, and this one, uh, this is the first form of it, um, it is a verb from 1953, intransitive is to dry with few or no wrinkles when hung wet. Too dry with few or no... So when it's hanging dry, uh, when it's hung, when it's wet... What? Let's start over. When it's wet, you hang it up, 
And the goal, I guess, with that is that it will have very few or no wrinkles once it is uh, all dried out. The transitive definition is to hang to drip dry. And the thing that you are hanging is wet clothing. To hang to drip dry. I'm going to go drip dry these clothes, which are drip drying. I guess that would be the way to use both transitive and intransitive in the same sentence. Drip dry your clothes. We, uh, the workout clothes that we have, uh, we, we don't put them in the dryer. We drip dry them. They're not like, they're not literally dripping. Uh, they're, they're just damp. They're significantly wet, but not so wet. They're not dripping with water. And so, uh, we, we, we hang them up. And so they, uh, they, I guess technically they're drip drying. Drip drying away. The second form of drip dry, adjective from 1957, made of a washable fabric that drip dries. So this one is made, this type of fabric is made specifically to drip dry and maybe not put in a dryer. Uh, yeah, drip dry, drip dry clothes. Drip dry or drip dry clothes so they can drip dry. Mm-hmm. Dripless. Adjective from 1887. Designed not to drip. As in, dripless candles. But now where's the fun in that? Candles that drip and make those cool patterns and the just the big chunks of drippy wax hanging off the side. That's what makes candles so cool. Also the flame, I mean, I guess that's cool too. And then you can break it off and you can play with it and you can remelt it and just have it go over and over again. Dripless candles. Now what, who, how did they figure out how to do this? All the way from 1887, now were, was dripless candles in 1887 or was just the word dripless? Was that one coined in 1887 for something? And what was that? And Back to the candles, though. How did they figure out how to make dripless candles? What are they doing to the wax that makes it not drippy? What is it? Is Does it evaporate? Is there, like, more water in it or something so it evaporates into the air instead of just melting and going down the side? Uh, I used to love playing with the with the drippy wax. Okay, moving on. Dripping. Noun from the 15th century. This is fat and juices drawn from meat during cooking. And it is often used in plural, so you would say drippings. Mmm, the drippings, those fat and juices that come from the meat as they are cooking, dripping down. Uh, yes, I, I am aware that uh, this is p- people like this. People do this. They they collect it. What do they use it for? Maybe they make some sort of I don't know a saucy thing, or they pour it back on the meat. I don't know how it's used exactly. And I don't cook meat. I don't eat meat, so I I don't deal with the drippings. But it's a thing. Um, I know, like when I used to cook bacon, there would be a whole bunch of like oil and fat and stuff at the bottom of that thing, and I think we would like collect it into a jar because you don't want to put it down the drain or because it's going to get your drain all clogged up 
Uh, probably don't want to put it in the garbage, especially when it's hot. Uh, so I think that's another type of dripping. Um, drippings. Drippings. Yeah, I don't think I got anything else for drippings. <laughs> Drippy. Adjective from circa 1718. I'm feeling so drippy. One, characterized by dripping, especially the synonyms rainy and drizzly. D- uh, drippy, drippy. Yeah, so it's like it's all, oh, it's drippy outside. Um, I'm in spring. I mean, let's see, this episode, when is this episode airing? Early May. So yeah, we're still in spring here in the Northern Hemisphere, and Chicago is probably getting rain, it feels like, every other day. Um, and so, yes, it's it's quite drippy these days. Number two, the synonym is the number two definition for mawkish. M-A-W-K-I-S-H. Mawkish. I have no clue what that is. Something drippy, I guess. Hmm. Uh, there is a character in The Nightmare Before Christmas that is very drippy, and I think I need to post a picture of him on uh, social media. And, uh, yeah, he's literally... I mean, the character is made out of some sort of waxy substance because when they would animate him, I believe they actually would put some heat by him and make him uh, soften up and start to drip a little bit, just a tiny little bit, and in the final product, it looks like he's just dripping. Uh, it's a really, really cool uh, effect. Probably really hard to do correctly. Um, and you don't... Uh, he, he's not hes not in the movie a lot. Uh, but when you do see him, it's, uh, it's pretty effective. I think one of the characters, like... I think Jack puts his hand on his head and he gets stuck or something. But uh, yeah, is is a very interesting drippy character. I need to not do that sound at the end of it. Dripstone, noun from circa 1816. One, a stone drip. And it is possibly over a window. So let's go back to the word drip. Uh, We had um, this thing about the part of a cornice or other member that projects uh, to throw off rainwater. Throw off the rainwater. So... This uh, this type of drip is made out of stone, and it is called a drip stone, and so it's going to help guide the water away, probably away from the window, so it doesn't drip down the window. Thanks, drip stone. Number two, calcium carbonate in the form of stalactites or stalagmites. So this is where uh, th- this calcium carbonate literally drips from the ceiling of a cave, and but it's very slow, and as it uh, is dripping, it also is hardening, which is creating the stalactites, uh, which are from the ceiling. They're, those are the things, they're like the little columns that come down from the ceiling. But as it's dripping, it drips onto the ground, and over hundreds and thousands of years it accumulates to create the stalagmites, which are coming up from the ground. And uh, it's literally creating stone. I mean, as it hardens, I think I think it's called, it, it is a stone. And uh, eventually, the stalactites and the stalagmites might come together to create a union forged in stone in a cave, and they, became, they become a column. 
a stone column that was uh, originally a dripstone. I don't know what they call it again. Is it still a dripstone because it was made by dripping over who knows how many years? A very long time. Dripstone. Dripstone. Okay, we have one more word. There's a lot of definitions, and it's going to go pretty well onto the next page. So that word is... It's drive. The first form. Verb from the before the 12th century. This one, let's see, drove, driven, driving, those are the other forms. So, we are starting with transitive. 1A. To frighten or prod into moving in a desired direction. And the example of what you are frightening or prodding is game or cattle. So you're driving them. So, you know, in the West, they got they got the cowboys. I'm being pretty stereotypical here. The cowboys are on the horses, and they've got their cattle, and they're putting them, they're, they're taking them through the pastures so they can eat. And, and uh, when they want the cattle to move... They scare them or they push them with poles or something, prod them in some way, maybe with, uh, with those dogs, uh, the cattle dogs, the sheep cattle, the cattle, the sheep dogs, and uh, they're, they're driving them to one air, from one area to another area. 1B, to go through an area driving game animals. So the, you're driving the animals, you're telling them where to go, but... Also, as you're going through the area, you are driving as you are driving the animals. Two, to carry on or through energetically, as in, drives a hard bargain. Hmm. I don't know if that definition really mixes well with the example here, at least to me. To carry on energetically or to carry through energetically. Hmm. Yeah, drives a hard bargain. You're 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 not letting up. You're very energetic about your bargaining skills. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Three A, to impart a forward motion to by physical force, as in waves drove the boat ashore. Waves drove the boat ashore. Hallelujah. Uh, so it's just uh, moving it by physical force. The waves are stronger than the boat because the boat is floating on the waves and the boat is in the waves' territory. 3B. To repulse, remove, or cause to go by force, authority, or influence, as in drive the enemy back. Push them back. Uh, what Force, authority, if you, so if you have authority, if uh, you're the one in charge, you can say, please, enemy, move back, because I have authority. I have an influence. Uh, repulsing, removing, all different kinds of ways to move the enemy back, drive the enemy back. 3C, to set or keep in motion or operation, as in, drive machinery by electricity. The electricity is the thing that's going to make the machinery go. It's going to operate, make the the machine operate in, in its certain way, keep it moving, keep it in motion, driving the machinery. 3D is talking about basketball. 
to move quickly and forcefully down or along, as in drive the lane, also as in drive the baseline. That the baseline, do they have baselines in basketball or is that baseball? Are we now talking about baseball or are we only talking about basketball? I've heard drive the lane or something like that. Uh, so if somebody's got a ball, they got the ball and they got like a whole clear area in front of them. They got a whole bunch of a bunch of uh, excitement and and energy. Maybe the clock is ticking down and they're they're ready to get the basket in the hoop and so they drive the lane and and make a basket and everybody goes crazy 4a to direct the motions and oh lost my place to direct the motions and course of and the thing that is moving uh it's a draft animal so like an oxen a horse uh, to drive the motions and course of a draft animal is to drive. Oh, sorry, it was to direct the motions. I think I said drive there. 4B, to operate the mechanism and controls and direct the course of, like a vehicle, as in drive a car. There's mechanisms in the car, there's controls, you're directing it with the steering wheel, Maybe it's a manual car, so that's a lot more mechanisms that you have to control. Drive a car, drive a boat, drive a bus, drive a train, drive a plane, drive a canoe. 4C. To convey in a vehicle. As in, his father drove me home. Now, how is this different from the other one? To convey in a vehicle? The father is still doing, he's operating the mechanisms and controls and directing the course of the vehicle. I don't really understand this one. 4D, to float down a stream. And the thing that is floating, that you are making float, is logs. To float logs down a stream, drive the logs down the stream, just like you're driving the game or the cattle from one area to another area. You are driving the logs. I wish they had a steering wheel and tires. 5A. To exert inescapable or coercive pressure on. And the synonym is force. You are exerting pressure on a thing. That's force. Uh, That's kind of really what all of these definitions are about, is some sort of force being put on something Uh, in some way, Um, as in the example, driven by his passions. He he is driven, I guess I was driven by my passions uh, for comedy to do this podcast. I was semi-passionate about words, not, not, I wouldn't have called myself like a word nerd really, Um, but I was interested enough in the words and the history and all that stuff to uh, to be interested. I don't know why I did this. Um, there was an inescapable or co- coercive pressure. Uh, it's like it's like there's something having an effect on you that you can't control. Uh, there are lots of other passions and things that I have that I am driven. I guess I'm driven by them to you know to to make projects of different kinds. So hopefully I can. Be more driven by my passions in the near future to make things happen. 
5b. To compel, to undergo, or suffer a change. And that would be in a situation or emotional state. In situation or emotional state. Compel, to undergo, to suffer a change. As in the example, drove him crazy. Also as in, drove her out of business. Uh, To compel, to undergo, or suffer a change. Yeah, the situation is uh, driving her out of business. The emotional state is driving him crazy. He's going into, he's being very emotional. Uh, what drive drove him crazy? Uh, maybe, maybe his his going crazy made her go out of business. I'm not sure. No, they. I don't know these people. Five C, to urge relentlessly to continuous exertion, as in the sergeant drove his recruits, and maybe he was driving them to do some drills, relentlessly. Over and over again. Uh, 5D. To press or force into an activity, course, or direction. As in, the drug habit drives addicts to steal. Again, we've got the force here. There's the, the habit of the drug. The, the, uh, the addiction of the drug is the thing that is making somebody do this thing. An activity, a course, a direction, go into a direction... To steal uh, something, steal drugs, steal money, steal whatever. 5E, to project, inject, or impress, um, what's this word, incisively? Incisively. So what is it? To project, inject, or impress incisively, as in, drove her point home. She was talking about it so much. She had her whole outline. She had all of her points planned out. She knew. She knew what her point was, and she was really driving it into everybody's brains. She projected it. She injected it metaphorically into their brains, and she impressed it on them incisively. Very well done. Six, to force by pressing or digging. And the thing that you are forcing is a passage. So uh, it could be could be different kinds. Uh, maybe it's through a cave. Maybe it's a ditch in the dirt. You're driving, driving it through. 7A. To propel swiftly or forcefully. And the thing that you are propelling is an object of play. As in, drove a long fly ball at the warning track. Uh, so yes, it's, uh, now this, what did we have, uh, there was another one that we had about a ball being hit, oh, dr- was it drilled? Like, drilled the ball straight into one place. Um, this one, though, I guess it is pretty similar, actually. Yeah, drive, driving the ball, if you hit it, hit it real hard, I guess you're driving it into a place. But this says drove a long fly ball. So that one makes me think more it's got a high arc and it's kind of going a little slower, um, or it feels slower, probably. Uh, But yes, either way, you're propelling it from one place to another place. 7B, to hit a golf ball from the tee, especially with a driver. 
uh, you're you're driving the ball, the golf ball, and it says especially with a driver because usually you're hitting it with the club called the driver. I think it's like the one or the three. There's a few different kinds, um, and that has a, a certain shape to it uh, that it's going to hit the ball in a certain way. Uh, the woods, I think that's the other name for them. Those are the woods, the drivers, right? Yeah. Um, the other the other clubs, there's there's the irons, and these are also shaped differently and have a different consistency, consistency to them, and they're angled in a different way, so it's going to uh, lob it up higher than a driver. I think the driver is built more to hit it more straight. Um, even though it goes, it does go up, it's more straight towards the thing, so you can go real far. You can drive it real far. You're propelling it swiftly or forcefully. The irons are angled in different ways, so you can lob it up higher if you need to. Um, also, to drive a golf ball onto a green. To drive a golf ball onto a green is drive. 7C, to cause, to cause to be scored in baseball, and the thing that is uh, scoring is a run or a runner. So to cause a run or runner to be scored in baseball, this is usually used with the word in, so drive in. So maybe there's a player on third, and I'm coming up to the bat, and I do one of those drag bunts, and then because of the way I hit it, all the ball and the players all went one direction, and it allowed the player on third to to uh, score a run. So I drove in the runner, and we got a point. Eight, to give shape or impulse to, as in factors that drive the business cycle. Also as in the ideas that have driven history. The, so it's to give shape or impulse to. Giving shape, it's, hmm, this is a, this is a kind of an, an esoteric, a big idea. It's creating a thing, something, um, what happens before drives what happens next. It creates the situation for what is to be. Right? Right. Okay, we have intransitive definitions. Don't worry, there's not as many. 1A, to dash, plunge, or surge ahead rapidly or violently. Ooh, my stomach growled. I need to eat some food. To dash, plunge, or surge ahead rapidly or violently. Drive. I think a few of these are going to be similar to uh, the transitive definitions as we usually see. 1B. To progress with strong momentum, as in, the rain was driving hard. Just recently, we've had a few storms, and uh, including a little bit of hail, so uh, and lots of wind, big winds. And I think that, uh, yeah, especially when you got big winds, that's when the storm is driving, because it's coming through the area real strong and real quick. 1C. To make a quick and forceful move in basketball, as in driving to the hoop. Now, is basketball the main sport where people are driving? I mean, could you not use a similar thing for football, for American football, or even football, soccer, for that matter? I feel like there's a lot of driving there. Maybe not so much baseball, except when you hit the ball. 
I guess golf is also hitting the ball. The, the, the players, the golfers, they're not really driving anywhere unless they're in the, the golf cart. <laughs> they, don't, uh, they don't drive around forcing their way through the crowd or towards other golfers. Uh, okay, driving to the hoop. Number 2A, to operate a vehicle is to drive. And it goes... To be, to have oneself carried in a vehicle. Can you carry me in a vehicle? Can the vehicle carry me? Does it have arms? Do I have to be put on top to be carried? Maybe I should be put in the trunk, the boot. Just sitting in a sitting in the seat, being carried by a vehicle. Somebody else is driving, but I get to be driven. Three, to drive a golf ball. A synonym for everything is the word move. Drive, move. This is where it, the force is happening on the thing. Either you're moving it yourself or you are being moved. That's the trans- transitive and the intransitive. Move out of the way. I'm driving. Drivability is a noun. You can spell that with, what's the difference here? Uh, with an E, like drive has an E at the end. So with an E or without an E. Drivable is an adjective with or without the E. Oh, there's a phrase, drive at, and that means to intend, to express, convey, or accomplish, as in, couldn't understand what she was driving at. I couldn't understand what she was intending to express, convey, or accomplish because she was using words that I don't understand, or she was talking like Spencer, which gets all funky when he can't think of the words, and so who knows what he's driving at. He doesn't even know what he's driving at. Okay, those were all the words. I thought this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I was surely mistaken. So today we had drip, which is D-R-I-P, drip dry, drip dry, dripless, dripping, drippy, dripstone, and drive. I think I want to pick drippy. Drippy is the word of the episode. Drippy, drippy, my song is drippy, 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 it's not a song, it's more like a weird poem, drippy, drippy. Is that how you can say the word drippy in a musical way? I have no idea. All right, I think that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, for turning on this podcast. And please let other people know that they can also turn on this podcast. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.